they were known for wearing black cloaks and hoodies. The Almad ruler, Abu Yusuf Waqab, is said to have introduced at the end of his reign an innovation with regard to the sukkah, cloak-like garment of the Jews, because they were dressing like the Muslims and even like the most notable of them. Therefore, Jews henceforth were required to dress in the fashion of the mourning Muslims, dark blue or black. And they were required to wear black cloaks and black caps. Jews, Visigoths, and Muslims in medieval Spain by Norman Roth. And we notice Jew cavaliers mounted on richly comparison horses and mules and fine cloaks, cassocks, silk doublets, and closed hoods. The Jews of Spain and Portugal by E.H. Lindo. In this rare painting by an anonymous 16th century painter who recorded a scene of everyday life at the King's Fountain. In Lipson, you can see the Negro Portuguese Jews wearing the black cloaks and caps while others still dressed in a Moorish or Muslim habit. Thirdly, they were oppressed and live in segregated communities called ghettos. We discussed several such cases in detail in chapter seven, including that of the recognition of the part of Castelo de Vie, Portugal, as the former Jewish ghetto or Judearia of the town, where the Jews lived in peace until their forced conversion. Antagonistic tolerance, competitive sharing of religious sites and spaces by Robert M. Hayden. The Jewish quarter known as the Judearia. In Lipson, the chief city, there are several Judearias. In all of the cities, Jewish quarters existed. These Judearias were closed every evening when the bell sounded for prayer and were guarded by two watchmen appointed by the king. Any Jew found outside of the Judearia after the first three tollings of the bells will find ten liveries or according to the order of King Don Pedro was whipped through the city and in a case of repetition of the offense punished with the confiscation of property old European juries Phillips and David so these Negroes wrote spoken words set to music while wearing black hoodies and living in ghettos you just can't make this stuff up and these ghettos were policed by the Moors and then the Visigoths aka the white Portuguese these communities were not only segregated, but also had sundown laws, as in the Jim Crow South. One famous ghetto was a place called Macambo in Lipson. The word Macambo is a Portuguese word, meaning refuge for fleeing slaves. Now, why would a ghetto be called a refuge for fleeing slaves? See, the Inquisition or persecution of the Jews started in Spain and later came to Portugal. When these persecutions started, the Negro Jews of Spain began to flee to Portugal for a city of refuge. The number of those that were thus banished from Spain was 400,000 Jews, according to Rubclin and others. Mariana says, "'Tis not easy to reduce them to any certain number. Most writers affirm there were 170,000 families that departed. 
Others say there were 800,000 persons, a prodigious number, almost exceeding belief. Some of them, who were a little more dilatory in gathering together their effects and would not turn Christian, were sold for slaves. The Jews, thus driven from Spain, fled for the most part into Portugal. The History of the Inquisition by Philip Lombard. About 100,000 entered Portugal. They were permitted to enter under the condition that they must pay the poll tax, with the understanding that they will be asked to leave the country within eight months. And when the time expired, many Jews were stranded because the king did not provide enough ships in time. All the black Jews who were left behind were deprived of their freedom and sold into slavery. From Babylon and Timbuktu by Dr. Rudolph R. Windsor. So Macambo became a refuge for a time for those who escaped the Spanish Inquisition until the persecutions in Portugal began. Hence the name Macambo, refuge for a fleeing slave. But soon afterwards, things began to deteriorate. See, when people think Inquisition, they think Catholics versus Protestants. They don't think Negroes and Jews. But the Inquisition quickly became a war against Negroes by the Catholic Church. Piercing shrieks of anguish filled the land. Childless and brokenhearted, they now sought to leave. But they were told they had forfeited their right and were given a choice between baptism or slavery. And after enduring all they did, after leaving their beloved Spain with all their wealth and ease, they were submitted to baptism now in the hope of being reunited with their children. Thousands were sold as slaves. Yet prior to being sold, they were submitted to tortures, cruelties, to revolting, to repulsive, to heartrending, to be here narrow. All Jewish children below 14 years of age were to be torn from their parents' arms or were beaten with clubs, dragged into a church and baptized. Those under three years of age were given to Christians to be raised as slaves. Those between three and ten years of age were put on board of a ship and conveyed to the newly discovered unwholesome island of St. Thomas called the Highest Paradise or the Isles of Destruction. The Jews have experienced fully the unequal skill of the church in administering pain. Mothers cast themselves at the feet of the tyrants and pitifully begged to be taken with their babies. They were heartlessly thrust aside, hundreds of mothers, mad with despair, ran behind the ships as they carried off the idols of their heart and perished in the waves, the same fortitude with which the exiled people had borne so many. The Moors and Jews of Spain by Joseph Kroskoff. 